My guests today are Terry Brooks and Charles Luckert. Terry Brooks is the trustee for Place One of the Grand Prairie Independent School District. Charles Luckert is the founder of the Grand Prairie at a Glance Facebook groups. Terry and Charles graduated from South Grand Prairie High School in 1972 and are lifelong Grand Prairians. I talk with them today about their high school experience and becoming citizens involved in community service and hometown pride. My friend Cole Humphreys with the Hot and Cold podcast was kind enough to let us use his recording studio, and his voice also pops up every once in a while in our episode. Without further ado, here are my friends, Terry Brooks and Charles Luckert. I'm here today with Terry Brooks, who is a um, school board trustee for the GPISD. Yes, ma'am. Hello, Terry. Hi, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you all here. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad. And then I also have Charles Luckert, who's here from, and he is the the starter of the Grand Prairie at a Glance Facebook pages. So if you are on there with him, and he will share this on his Grand Prairie at a Glance, even though he is the guest, I know that he's, (laughs) I know that he's already thought about that. I'm going to make him share. Um, but I'm so glad that you came. Hi, Charles. Hello, Jenna. I'm so glad you came. I've literally been trying to get you to do this for how many months now? Quite a while. I know. And you kept saying, this is what he kept saying. I'm just not interesting. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're like super interesting. But um, the reason I have y'all both here at the same time is you guys have known each other for a while, correct? You know, I was thinking last night, Charles, and you may... uh interject here and tell me we had to have been about 12 years old 13 maybe i was thinking seventh grade whatever age yeah that's what i was so 12 13 years old or because we went to different elementaries but same we went to lee yep i went to crockett and y'all graduated what year from south 74 74 1902 1902 But that's kind of how... You look it. (laughs) And then we have Cole. Thank you, Cole. And we are recording in Cole Humphrey's studio, which is the Hot and Cold podcast. That's what we... uh, That's what he does. And so he was so gracious to let us come in and record in here. Thank you, Cole. Awesome. (laughs) So what got me to thinking about this was Charles and I had gone to an alumni uh, meeting earlier last year, I think it was, or earlier th- earlier this year maybe. Yeah, this year. And um, you had said that you know Terry graduated in your class, and that and I didn't realize how many people really that I knew that were SGP alum before I graduated. But we were talking about that, and so I thought y'all have a very unique perspective because y'all are both in the community eye. You're both in the public eye. You both do things that are community service oriented and so i was like i really want to talk to them about how they were back in school and did you ever think that you would be in a place like that later but so i guess first of all terry kind of i've never really known how you came to be in like in elect be an elected official or what made you want to do that in the first place it would it started when my children was started at Bowie. because how long have you been one a trustee now? this is my 20 20- fourth year I wow wow and uh they wanted some pta volunteers and so i said yeah okay i'll do it i was a beautification chairman if you can get that (laughs) for the pta at Bowie, and then i was the president i don't know how many times and so on and so on and we had some issues with the school board 
back then that was, it's, it's for another podcast, but anyway, somehow I got nominated to be the spokesperson for the PTA. And so I would go to the school board meetings and I would speak our piece of what we would like to get done in the schools. Well, I was there quite a bit, quite a few times. And, uh, they, uh, finally some of the school board members said, yeah, why don't you join us instead of, (laughs) and so, uh, you know, that was really what it all, it all kind of started from there. And I thought, you know, why not? So I ran for school board and and I got it and ran unopposed for, I don't know how many terms. And, and, uh, so this is my 24th year, I believe, maybe 23, but 24th. And it's been absolutely a blessing, Mm. uh, 99% of the time. And, uh, I've met some of the most genuine, most beautiful, most intelligent, wonderful, caring, loving people that I probably would have never got a chance to meet if it hadn't been for that. So if you could go back and tell your 17-year-old self that you would be on the Grand Prix ISD School Board, what would your 17-year-old self... Okay, Charles is shaking his head. <laughs> what well, would you have said if you just, if, if if someone had told you that your friend was going to be on the school board? Well, actually, it don't surprise me because he was well known in school. He was outgoing. He was the person that everybody loved. But as far as school board, <laughs> I wasn't sure about that. My seventeen-year-old person would tell me, "Listen to your dad. Oh, My right. dad." begged me every way he could to take typing Mm. and I would not do it. Now who in the world would have thought our whole world now revolves around typing (laughs) on your phone, (laughs) on your computer on I thought, yeah, dad, I'll never use type. Terry, you need to son, you need to do it. And, uh, Mm. you know, my, my whole family graduated from Grand Prairie high. Mm-hmm. My, every one of my aunts, my uncles, my dad, my kids, my cousins, everyone except for me. And I graduated from South. And I asked my dad, I said, Dad, I said, what do you think about if I don't go to Grand Prairie High, I go to South? Because you said, guys got to have a choice back then, right? Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. did because they were begging people to go to South. Right. And because South, there was nothing out there. And uh, he said, boy, I don't care where you graduate from as long as you graduate. <laughs> so I graduated from South. Oh, wow. Um, and Charles, like you, you kind of started, When? how long ago did you start the Grand Prix at a glance pages? Uh, it's been a little over two years now. Two years. Yeah. What spurred you on to do something like that? Just not knowing what's happening in the city. Okay, so before, before okay, were you a big social media guy before that? No. Not really, no. no. Did you have, like, a Facebook page yourself? I, yeah, I had a Facebook page. Um, kind of the way it got started was I was going through some pictures, uh-huh. and I wanted to put some My I came across my old um, elementary school pictures, and I wanted to put them on Facebook. I didn't really want to put them out there. I wanted to just put them on my pictures on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Evidently, I didn't know how to do that, and then it got out to everybody. <laughs> And everybody loved it. Uh, they commented on it and loved mm-hmm. it and everything else. And then we, and then uh, one of my friends was going to have a Lee Junior High uh, reunion. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, why don't we start a group page for our Lee Junior High? Uh-huh. And she said, yeah, that sounds great. So I, I did that. And then we started interacting on there. And then that got me to 
I could probably do a newspaper or something like that, too. Oh. Something to do with Grand Prairie. Some kind of group where Grand Prairie, where you know what's going on in Grand Prairie. And it's kind of what it got started building up from there. Wow. How many how many people do you have following each of the pages? Um, the news page is, I think, around 3,500 3, now. Uh-huh. Uh, the other ones... Um, anywhere from 300 to a thousand. And you just, you just forward, I mean, you don't forward, that's an email term, but you just kind of share what other people share. You share the events and you share the, all that stuff. And, um, my ideal is not to go be a reporter or nothing like that. Right. Don't care about doing all that. I just wanted to let people know. My ideal was to get everything to one from several different places into one place. Right. And you and I didn't know each other. I didn't know who you were before. And um, But I I was on your page, and I'd seen your page. But one thing I loved about what you were doing that I thought was really cool was you you really monitor those pages to make sure that it's not – you're not sharing stuff to, to be divisive or to even allow people to be divisive with each other. They can have different opinions, but you're really big on, like, making sure that people are respectful of one another, yes. which I really appreciate. Yes. I do too. Yeah. Yes. It was that always something that you Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was my whole deal. Is I, another another thing I got so sick of seeing all the cussing. Yeah. All the arguing, all the everything on the regular on my regular news feed all the time. Just right. everybody cussing and arguing and everything else. So I figured if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it without all that. Right. And and essentially the uh the things you share and the things you put on your page those are the reporters yes i mean somebody from a certain entity w- with a facebook group page posts their news and what's going on with them and you make it public to everybody yes. who's following your page yeah. mm-hmm. yes. i mean you, they're the reporter uh, anything anything grand prairie you're the magazine they're the reporter uh, <laughs> right you're the, you're the yeah. newspaper they're the reporter nice yes. and you've no. changed the groups a little bit over the years kind of depending yes. on like what people seem to be interested in and kind of yeah. what's important and that's really cool that you do that you do that you know i might add and i think everybody in here will agree charles is knocking it out of the park absolutely knocking it out of the park and that doesn't surprise me either he was even back in the day when and i think charles and i can agree on a few things that that first of all we thank god that there was no cell phones with cameras on them <laughs> in 1970s uh second of all was 90s we, still yeah. there wasn't thank <laughs> yeah. goodness like whew, but, just missed it <laughs> but uh even back then you know we might have been a little mischievous in schools and all that, but uh, I can attest that Charles is—he was a good, good guy back then, mm. respectful, and, and I'm not saying, like I said, me and him both didn't do a little, few little mischievous that any. I mean, didn't we all? Yeah, but <laughs> overall, absolutely great, 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 great guy. Yeah, I I completely agree. I knew the second that I met you that I was it was going to be like and you and I hit it off immediately and you know, we're friends and mm-hmm. we talk and you know, it's always so nice and one of the reasons I wanted people to know who you were was because you're also like one of the most humble people I've ever met in my life. So humble you don't and it's 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 so surprising to me cuz I'll say when I said I want to talk to you you're like, "Why?" And I'm like, because what you're doing is really cool. Like, I think that it's really cool. But anybody could do what I'm doing. Well, anybody well, could, but yeah. not everybody does. But still. <laughs> I know, but still. And, and see, the other thing I kind of thought about was, you know, 
did you did you have an attitude back when y'all were in high school of community like a community doing stuff for the community making sure you're being a part of the community did y'all have that attitude back then you didn't yeah he did really yeah he did we both did yeah he did he we were always very active Mm -hmm. and you got to remember you got to define community back then as your school Right. You oh. know, see that we're not talking about I mean when you're a high school when right. you're when you're fourteen, sixteen, you know, years old, your community is your school. Mm-hmm. And Charles was very, very active, very social, very uh involved and uh in going to classes and, and doing the school spirit and all mm. of the above. So yes, he was uh community involved. Yeah. Again remembering our community was South Grand Prairie. Yeah. Now we're talking about South Grand Prairie, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well I mean and that's yeah. that's where it started actually. Cole and I did one for his pod we did an interview yesterday. We were kinda of talking about like civics and like how important really understanding, you know, doing your your duty to help with what's going on and I don't know. Do you feel like that was more prevalent back when y'all were in school than it is now? Like in high, in schools and kids understanding all that? You know, if and you're looking at me and the things, things that have changed immensely since Charles and I were in school, but in a lot of ways they stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of ways that are better. Uh, you know, I am very, very proud of GPISD. Now, 10, 11 years ago, I couldn't say that, but I am now. Mm-hmm. And when we were in school, there was a different world. But And you, you, all you hear a lot of times on the news and stuff is the bad things that are happening with young people. But let me assure you, the ones I get to see constantly, week mm-hmm. in, week out, and at school board meetings, we're in good hands in the future. Yeah, Most of our children, most of our kids, from anywhere from pre-K to, to seniors, are absolutely knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. They are great, great people, and we will be in good hands. Now, uh, some of the things that have changed is uh, well, I even had, uh, paddling. We no longer paddle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's a shame. This yes. and that. I'll, you'll probably get some hate mail on that one, but. But anyway, no, I, ha- I had I had a couple of past administrators that have been my guests that I'm sure would probably agree with you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, but th- there's a lot of things that are so much better uh, of how they identify children now with learning disabilities. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. With uh, you know our special ed back when we were in school was the, you know the uh, very severely handicapped mm-hmm. kids. It's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's it's anywhere from autistic to uh, dyslexia to to even really if you really want to know even our GT programs is under the umbrella of special education. So that's true. Uh, You're yes. right. You're so right about that. It's it's a different world, and it's and it catches so many kids with problems that back in Charles and I's day would have never been caught. Mm-hmm. And you guys were kind of unique because y'all were some of the first graduating classes. Y'all weren't the first, but you were a few of them. Did y'all get to be a part of any of those decisions when they decided, like, you know, the colors or, you know, how – I know that that was kind of put to the students sometimes. Well, I'll tell you exactly how that all happened. And you will see a guy named uh, uh, David uh, – London. 
Uh, Bryce London was the first principal at South. Now, mm-hmm. A lot of people think it was Gene Head, but it wasn't. Mm. It was a guy named Bryce London. And David London is still on Facebook. In fact, he'll probably yeah. hear this because I know he's on Charles' yeah, feed. Uh, <clears throat> that's Bryce's son. Bryce London came from Bonham, Ele- uh, Bonham Elementary, excuse me, Bonham, Texas. No, Bonham, t- <laughs> Bonham Texas right. is where he came from. And so the first principal always gets the name, the mascot, the colors, and all that. Mm-hmm. So if you'll know, the Bonham Fighting Purple Warriors. <laughs> that was Bryce London's little tribute back to his hometown. So oh. he is the one, and it wasn't Coach Patton. It wasn't Coach uh, anybody else. It was Bryce London, and he was a marvelous, marvelous man. He is the one that named the Warriors. That's, you know, I went back and I read, because y'all, y'all both know me. I'm like a researcher by heart. And so I went back and read some of the newspapers and how they kind of determined some of those decisions. And it the way that the newspaper wrote it, it was like, and maybe he put that forth that idea and then the students voted on it or something. It was him. Yeah, it, but it was him. Yeah, it was That's him. so interesting. Yeah, it was him. Very uh, cool. You know, you uh, got to look at Charles and I's uh, 72 yearbook. And we're still over at the uh, Burn Alexander building now, but that was Jackson Junior High, and it was 7th through 12th grade in that one building, about half of that building that it is now. They're still bulldozers. That was the Old South? Was yeah. that building? Yeah. That was the first South. Yeah. Huh. There's still bulldozers over at the South that you know out front. And that's our seventy-two year book. Is the it's got it's a, uh, an aerial shot, right? I've been using the aerial yeah, shot. I've, yeah. I've put it on there before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now I don't know if on the alumni page uh, there was discussion about the, how we got the colors and everything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Now on there they were saying that uh, the colors were elected by the students. It may have been. Maybe it was the, the maybe colors. you're right. Yeah. Maybe it was the colors. The colors. Yeah. And then the uniform, the first warrior uniform, they said they went to Six Flags. Really? Put, put a warrior uniform together. Isn't that interesting? Man, that's cool though. Like, and that would have been hard, you know, cause Grand Prairie was so, I mean, my parents graduated from there. Everybody I knew to make that decision to go and be at a different school. Did you get to decide Charles? To go to that uh, yes. school, uh-huh. you made that decision. Uh, after I went to, I was going to go to Grand Prairie High. My uh-huh. whole family, like Terry, my whole family went to Grand Prairie High. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to be a go. A lot of your friends would have gone because you went to yeah, Lee. Uh, yeah, most of the friends did. Uh-huh. Uh, at the time, I had a girlfriend that was at Grand, that was going to Grand Prairie High. But uh, I went up there to register, and I had the long hair, <laughs> and <laughs> Carlo the guys pointed me out and started doing this. <gasps> So that's he's it. making nope. he's making motions yeah. with his fingers, with like scissors, a, yeah, like a scissors. yeah. And so I said no. So South didn't have uh, those same restrictions. Well, I went south. Uh, I went out there to take auto body and mechanics anyway. So. Uh huh. So they didn't make you cut your hair. No, that's so funny. No, that was that was a, a initiation back then. Yeah, oh you got yeah. clipped. Yeah, you got, yeah you from I, that happened to me, and that was in like. Uh, 96, 97, probably the, the seniors, uh, my brother was amongst those. He didn't do it, but they knew my brother and they knew me coming into a freshman at Grand Prairie high. And I got, uh, clips. Yeah. yeah. Not scissors. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. Yeah. I ran, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't like fight it. It was a long time tradition at Grand Prairie high. 
I had no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I ran and fought it and got know. my butt whooped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if South ever had it or not. But. Well, last night when we were kind of talking about what we were going to talk about, we were text messaging back and forth, and y'all sent me a photo. Of, <laughs> it was taken at the State Fair, and I'm going to – so if you're listening to this, then I'm using it as y'all's episode pic- picture. <laughs> and I asked you if I could, but – um, you were kind of talking about your luxurious locks, Terry, yeah. and how long your hair. Because your hair, for people that haven't seen Terry, which I'm assuming everybody has, but you have really curly hair. Yep. So your hair didn't flow straight down, did it? When God gives you a permanent, it's permanent. <laughs> <laughs> no, and my children, Tara and Matt and Ashley, they, they just think it's absolutely great that they can find old pictures of me with my hair, <laughs> when my fro hung below my shoulders. And uh, when when I get out of the shower, my hair would actually down to the middle of my back. Wow! Uh, but the you know, and so I always tell people, you know, that well, look at my child, look at the haircut. Just take pictures of them. Someday they're going to regret it. You know, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. just take a picture. See, you were talking. I think Charles, you mentioned that they used to have like Afro contests mm-hmm. where to see who could have the biggest one. Well, I but- wish I wish I would have brought our our uh, high school group picture. Oh As yeah, all four of them in it with big old afros. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my when I was in high school, it was the tall bangs. So we all competed to see who could have the tallest bangs, and it was just—I mean, we would spray our hair like you wouldn't believe, and you know, because it was in ninety, like the early nineties, and you know that was just coming out of the big, big hair eighties stuff. So, I mean, we still had those same kind of hair competitions even when we were in high school. But well, I don't know if they did on purpose. They just you'd see one and from the back you wouldn't know who it was. <laughs> oh, Charles we did ours I, on purpose. <laughs> Charles and I thought Charles and I thought we were cool. Don't don't know. <laughs> we thought we were cool. So Charles, like on your page, who is mostly your audience? Like is it just people you know? Is it, it, started, is it a wide range of ages? It like, started off that way. It started off, of course, just my friends. Uh-huh. Uh, just, uh, But it's grown to... I've got high schoolers in there now. So. Do you really? Yeah. That's really interesting. I'm glad to see that. I Sometimes I really wonder... Like Cole and I were talking yesterday about just how social media can make the world feel so big and how we forget that we still live in a community that's still pretty small comparatively. And I always wonder, like, are, this, are the kids that are in school now really grasping the idea of, like, being, getting, being involved with what's going on locally around them? And not that it's their fault. It's just the way that social media works. So I'm glad to hear that they're on there. Are they engaged? Uh, no. Uh, as you know, I don't get all that much engagement, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes you'll post yeah. stuff that nobody ever says, yeah. and that's okay because they're seeing it. But well, it might be a lot of it. Maybe I'm too mean. I don't know. <laughs> what do you get? The, what do you get the most comments about? Like, what kind of topic do you normally get the most oh, comments about? You know, anything political, of course. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which uh, doesn't really come up on your page all that no, often. No, I try not to. Uh-uh. Uh Also, um, uh, uh, the COVID thing, of course. Yeah. Uh, you usually have to cut off comments on the code. Yeah. I've anything, seen a lot of zoning anything, stuff. Like when, comment. yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, stadium yesterday got a lot of comment. Yeah. I saw that stadium. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, the, the Airhawk Stadium is going to be a cricket stadium, mm. which is kind of cool. 
I don't know how many I, cricket stadiums there are. Yeah, that, you I, know? Think it's, I think it's going to be cool, but of course yeah. it's got a lot of negative comments on it. So. Well, change is always hard uh, for some people. <laughs> I think I might like cricket if I understood it. I just, well, you know. Well, it, it, if I may, you know, there's a. Uh, I watched a two and a half minute video YouTube. What video. do you know, Cole? Yeah, I'm right? just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I watched a two and a half minute video on YouTube about it, and it's quite simple, and it looks kind of entertaining. Uh, I kind of look forward to it uh, as. From the city, we'd been working on it for a couple of years now. And just a quick recap, the money that the city will spend was already earmarked for that stadium, meaning that money was collected from the quarter-cent sales tax. It's in an account that we can't spend on anything else except that stadium. So, yes, the city's spending money, but that was what the voters approved 13, 14 years ago um, to use for that. And so it's not like we're pulling money from the general budget. And there's going to be six uh, teams in the U.S. It'll be Major League Cricket. This is like the Dallas Cowboys, a Major League team. Of course, not the Dallas Cowboys. but And then the other thing is when they bring international teams in, mm-hmm. you know, all the cricket followers, which they're not watching the regular sports, I guess, but – They'll they'll fly in and we'll have eight to ten thousand people filling up that stadium, so just those four or five in a year alone will be twenty times the amount of Air Hogs uh, fans. And we gave baseball a chance. Twelve years, people didn't show up quickly. Yeah. If you want to see good baseball, Grand Prairie Gophers, yeah. South Grand Prairie Warriors is great baseball. Mm-hmm. And then you got UTA baseball that's highly competitive. Mm-hmm. TCU baseball is highly competitive, and DBU all very, very close. Yeah, DBU's got a great yeah. baseball team. Well, but, no, I, I know I've seen uh, over in Irving they play cricket, and there's two parks that they play cricket in. Yeah, and we have one here on off Baghdad. Oh, do you? Um, okay. They have rugby. I've t- seen the rugby, but out then there. on the other side, every week they have uh, cricket going oh, on. Okay. So it's it's happening now. And I think y'all said that there was going to be two other. You're going to build two other parks out there, uh, at, off Baghdad. No, or, uh, out by the stadium. Uh, I saw a report on that that there was going to you, that there's going to be a stadium and then two other parks. There may that, be practice things, and yeah, then of course, for, um, I think for the younger leagues, or there's something. always going to be future development. Yeah, okay. if, if the need is there, we're ready. You know? Oh, that'd be cool too because it'll probably have a lot of students really interested in learning how to do it. See, pickleball is another one. I still haven't learned how to play pickleball. We're getting a great big, nice pickleball arena or whatever it's I, called. I, I haven't even seen it yet. I, I'm curious to see what it is. I don't. The the I've never even watched a pickleball game. Yeah, I haven't either. Because you know, if you go up to because th- for those that don't know, the summit. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening have gone to the summit. If you go up there, they have serious pickleball games and. Us under fifty year old people aren't not allowed to be in there. So like I can't go watch the game because I'd be kicked out. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that much longer. Charles, we have had this Whoa. discussion before. <laughs> I'm telling you what. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um Well I'll be fifty my next birthday, so yeah. <laughs> wait a second, seventy four. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so like when y'all were in school, and I always ask people this, how far south did Grand Prairie really go? You know, Marshall Street, I think, was yeah. the official line back then. But I lived north of Marshall, and they were they were begging people to go to South. So if you wanted to go to South, you didn't have a problem. So there, there were houses out there, but not just businesses, because it was still fields and stuff, right? When they when built was, South, whenever we were at South, the houses were uh, Hawthorne, that area there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's as, that's as far South as they went. Yeah. <coughs> 
So there really wasn't a whole lot. So what were so as high school kids, what would y'all do on the weekends and at night? Like, where did y'all frequent? I worked. <laughs> you worked? Yeah. Where'd you work? Century Ford Driving. Where? Century Ford Driving. Really? Yeah. What did you do? Uh, concession. <gasps> that would have been so cool. It was. Was it? Yeah. Charles, give me some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> You got the hookup. Uh, what did you do, Terry? Uh, you know, we would cruise Jack in the Box. That that is, you are like the fourth person that's telling me. We would that. cruise uh, out at uh, God, what's that little park behind South uh, Party at the Moon Tower? <laughs> yeah, Party at the Moon Tower. Yeah, uh, we we didn't know what that was. It, it was weird. Uh, Kirby? Kirby Creek, Kirby Creek, Kirby we'd Creek, cruise uh-huh. out of Kirby Creek, and. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Do a lot of driving. Yeah, that's what y'all did. You know, I watched well, not dazed and confused, although that's. But like, I watched um, what was the fifties version American of that? Graffiti. Thank you, American Graffiti. <coughs> and I was like, was this actually what it was like? Yes. And that's exactly what. Now, it not was so like. much. No, we were. I used to cruise with my my sister. Used to take me cruising with her. Of course, older, and uh, a few years before us. Yeah, you cruise Main Street. You yeah. go from A and W Root Beer down to, um, what's the one? Weber's. Yeah, Weber's. Yeah. <laughs> just cruise between, just cruise between those two. And that Dairy was Queen, it. Weber's. Yeah. yeah. I go over to Arlington and cruise uh, Collins. That's what yeah. other people said too, because there wasn't a mall or anything over there. So yeah. that's what they were doing. Hot riding. Jeff Copeland has the most interesting answer, but he told me things, and he was like. I don't know if the statutes of limitations has run out, so I don't know if I can share everything. <laughs> well, and I'm very careful of mine, too. But there was a place out on Cooper. It was a big, giant drive-in that we'd cruise over there, too, and just try to cause problems <laughs> with Arlington Colts right around the corner from Arlington High School. And uh, anyway, I can't remember the name of that place. In Arlington, we got along with, actually. But well, if you want to start trouble, you go over to Irving. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Irving was big rivals. Yeah. So when did they was when y'all went over to South? Was the was the Gopher Bowl built yeah. at that point? Yeah. Was it pretty new though? No, no, it was, it built, no? Built, it was built in fifty six, fifty five, fifty six. Yeah. And was that as cool as everybody said it was back in the time back in the day? Like as far as a place to go play high school football? I've always thought so. The, yeah. the thing about Grand Prairie about the Gopher Bowl, Gopher Warrior Bowl, yeah. Let's get it politically correct. <laughs> no, go for both. Yeah, go for both. And even though I graduated from South, it'll always be the go for Same. But Same uh, it was what makes the Gopher Bowl the greatest stadium to watch a game in also makes it one of the most dangerous to play a game in. And not so much dangerous for the players as it is for the cheerleaders, coaches, chain gang, and all those because it has no sidelines. No, it does not. So when you're – at the Gopher Bowl, you're looking on the t- on the field. I mean, you're just looking right down on it, right. which makes it the greatest stadium in the state to watch a game in. So, and if you'll notice now, we've got the big rubber mats that go all the way around mm. the bowl now. Because people, when they run out of bounds, they got no place to go. Well, and my sisters were cheerleaders, and there was one time they did get ran into. Yeah. And, I mean, they got hit in the head with a helmet at one of the cheerleaders at the time. Might have been my sister, but you're right. There wasn't any place for them to go. Yeah. But it was a it was a really cool stadium, and a lot of people would come there. Now this so. may this may sound odd, but my brother got shot with the Gopher cannon. What do you? In the stadium. What is the Gopher cannon? They used to have a cannon. They, they didn't have it. They had it for a short period of time. Uh, 
the first year, either the first year they had it or second year they had it, the band was walking off the field. The cannon would sit down by the tunnel. Uh-huh. And he was in the band. The band was walking off the field. And uh, Majorettes walked behind the cannon, and the band was walking in front of the cannon. And one of the Majorettes tripped over the cord or whatever, and it shot him. So what was in it? It was just gunpowder. That's dangerous. It, it, uh, <laughs> I bet it still hurt. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was, of course, taken to the hospital, and I, looked, I, I didn't go to that particular game. I went to all the games, but I didn't go to that particular game. And then and how I long? Woke, yeah. up, woke up the next morning, and he had a patch over his eye, and... So how long after that did the cannon exist? After that, they moved it up to up top the tunnel. And then they got and rid I, of it. And I think it only lasted maybe They were like, this might not be a great year. idea at a high school football game. <laughs> you know, back in the 70s and the 60s, there was a lot of not safety measures taken <laughs> for things. Well, the thing about the Gopher Bowl, too, is if you ever go there, and you, when we redid the Gopher Bowl, got a lot of history on it. And my dad was in class of 55. So he was there. That was a natural ravine. Mm. And so, and it, for the longest time, they just made the Gopher Bowl out of that natural ravine. And for the longest time, it was it was the only true bowl in the state right. of Texas. Mm-hmm. And when I say true bowl, that means ground level down. Mm-hmm. It was the only true bowl in the state of Texas. Well, didn't there, wasn't there like an athletic director there that really was serious about like they, there was a couple of people that Grand Prairie High School had, um, the fine arts or the choir teacher or somebody, and that's why Chambers Auditorium was so awesome at the time too. Oh yeah, because it was state of the art. Like really, it was state of the art. Um, but did y'all always have a football team at South from the second that it opened, yeah. or so? You got to remember though, at South when Charles and I went there, we were three A. Grand oh. Prairie, Grand Prairie High was four A, so we didn't even play each other. Grand Prairie High was the whole, I mean, you know, like I said, 4A. We would yeah. play Bonham and Louisville and Duncanville and and uh, uh, Brownwood. Uh-huh. And now, I don't remember it, but according to the information I got, the first game was in 74. So It was our, the year we got our out. Our senior year yeah. was the first game. That's the first uh, year that South came up to 4A. Was that a pretty big rivalry then? I don't know. Uh, we, it wasn't a big deal? There wasn't a rivalry. There was no game when we went there, so there was no well, rivalry. Our senior year was the first game. Was it? Well, but, I don't yeah, remember Yeah, but that. still, I don't, I don't remember it. And, you don't? Of course, I had friends at Grand Prairie High, so to me it wasn't a rivalry. So. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I just get to see my friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to remember Grand Prairie High. Grand Prairie itself was a lot smaller. That's so what I, yeah. You, you, you knew just about everybody. I don't care if they went to Jefferson or Adams <laughs> or Jackson or Lee or... Wherever they might have went. Yeah, yeah. Um, and y'all have always lived in Grand Prairie, even after you graduated. Would you ever think about moving? No. Like, has that ever crossed your mind? Oh, younger days. Really? 66, now I'm here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, never, I never really wanted to leave. Uh, spent a little time up in New York. Yeah. Uh, lived in Arlington for a little while, but I never really thought about leaving the area. I remember the first time I ever went to New York City, I was like 23, and I was just convinced I was just going to be a big city girl. I was like, I'm just going to go to New York, and I'm never going to come back. And um, I didn't realize how much I'd love Texas until I went on that trip. And don't get me wrong, I love visiting New York. Um, I wouldn't want to go there at the moment, but I at the time it was like 2002. I, 2002 is right after September 11th. And um, I went there, and I was like, and I visited a friend. I'm like, 
where is all of y'all's like um, trees and stuff? And she goes, well, there's Central Park over there. And I'm like, yeah, but this is like all sidewalk everywhere. And then I said, how do you, can you just walk? Can we just get in the car and go places? She's like, no, we got to, if you're going to be across town, you got to get in the cab and you got to do all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't like living here at all. Like, I just want to be able to get in my car and park in a space right in front of the building. And so it was at that moment I was like, you know, I kind of think I love living here. But um, Grand Prairie is so good in the Dallas-Fort Metroplex. You can get so much everywhere. I I kind of left for a little bit myself, but then have come back. And now I don't know that I could probably live anywhere else. It's well, just, we hope you don't. We hope you stay here. Yeah. Well, I, I will. I will stay because I, I mean it's just so close to everything. It's just so easy. So, um, so if you could tell like um, students and young people now like how they could get involved and what they would do, like what what advice would you give them? Me, I would advise them to uh, first of all get very involved in their community, and mm-hmm. when I say their community at that time is their school. Mm-hmm. Stay stay very involved in that. Get to know the uh, your classmates. Uh, you you never ever realize because who in the world would have thought that Charles Luckard and I fifty something years later would still be well over fifty anyway mm-hmm. would still be as close of friends as we are now mm-hmm. you know and uh, and I cherish that a lot mm-hmm. I mean I really do because the community that we were in first of all. Everybody in town knew what you were doing, right? What you were doing and when you did it, right? Uh, not so much, maybe anymore. But so you had to be. There may not have been cell phone cameras, but there was self. There was memories. Oh uh, yeah. So, uh, you you made sure. <laughs> and uh, like I said, I cherish the friends that I made back at uh, junior high and elementary that I still keep up with today, mm-hmm. and to care very much about them. And so I would tell the young people: stay involved, mm-hmm. stay. Be studious. Be very. I mean, I wish yeah. I wished I was a lot more studious than I was. Uh, if it hadn't been for some great coaches, and I mean great coaches, and in my experience, as coaches, most people just say teachers, mm-hmm. but they were my teachers too. They made all the difference in the world in my life. Mm-hmm. They 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 knew, and I knew that they absolutely loved me. They right. might have been tearing me up every now and then, but they knew, and I knew that they cared for me. Yeah. Uh, some of the, my best uh, things as a school board member is when the Reed family asked me to do the eulogy at Coach Reed's funeral, and I did. Mm. What an honor. What an honor that was. Yeah. Paul Barra at uh, Coach Murray's funeral. And I know, I'm, uh, you know, say funerals, funerals, but these are the guys that made me want to do the right thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. What about you, Charles? I'm not sure. I, the main thing, I I would say out of school, get involved with your community, mm-hmm. of course. Um, it's sad to say that my I started volunteering for the first time in my life this past, mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Right. And seeing the people that volunteer, the passion these people have volunteering, right. get involved in volunteering. Yeah. You know, and that was something that Cole and I talked about yesterday, too, was, like, the, a local newspaper, like, what you're doing, we, you, we've missed that. You know, I mean, you guys grew up when, when we had a very strong local news source, and it was like that for a long time until the Internet hit, and now there's starting to be more of a resurgence in it because there's so much that 
good that comes from a community by having a local news source. And, you know, it kind of breaks my heart sometimes because I'm like, I know that there's a lot of people that don't know all the nonprofits that we have in the city. Mm -hmm. We don't know all the resources that they have. And Grim Prairie is one of those places where it's so far north and south that maybe people that live on the south side don't ever come to the north side. They don't ever drive past Children First or, you know, any of those places. And so, um, you know, having that local news source is just so, so important, you know. Well, that's why I try to do the restaurants exactly. so much, too, to let people know from the south that there's some good restaurants up north or, yes. or vice versa. Yeah, and so if you uh, haven't, like, already liked his pages, make sure you've liked all of them because one of them is restaurants. See, I see, but here's – he's pointing at me. So I like them, but it's not always as Jenna. Sometimes it says Faces of Grand Prairie, and then other times I think I've liked as Jenna my, my Bancroft. So I never know which one is coming through on my page, but I need to make sure that I'm checked on all those. I know that I see stuff come through all the time. You're not on all of them. I'm not? No. Am I? <laughs> as far as I know, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in case you don't know, Charles will check up on you to make sure that you're but, – but one thing that you do do is every month is you, you – and you kind of started doing this before the pandemic is you picked restaurants and let people vote. So you were like, what's the best Mexican food restaurant? What's the best – and then you'll go to that place on a Saturday or whenever – and get so people can come and meet each other that are on the page together, and then that can eat new restaurants. You know, and, and of course, the idea of that too was to try new food, try new places. Yeah, you and I have talked a lot about too. Grand Prairie has a, has a a lot of influences, a lot of cultural influences. So we have Asian Times Square, and um, which is where I want to go. Yeah, and you know that's a big one too. Is a lot of people might not have even gone in there. I don't even know that a lot of people really know that are not in the, you know, the community that would go there normally, that there's restaurants inside of there and there's store. It's like a mall basically when you walk in there. Um, but yeah, going in there and trying it out. They've got the trees. Uh, you can buy uh, the tree vote going on with the chamber mm-hmm. of commerce right now. So you can go out and see that and walk around. And you did go to Dia, Dia, say, say uh-huh. it. I can't say it. Say it, Cole. <laughs> Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Uh, so, had a good time. Do you feel like Charles that you've been exposed to things that you've never been exposed to oh, yes, before yes. by doing this this yes. particular? Yes, things that I've never heard of before. Yeah. I've never heard of that until last year. Did you go and this I, last year? Well, I went this past. I went the other day, the uh-huh. past few weeks. Uh-huh. But last year, after it was all over with, I saw it on my newsfeed. Mm-hmm. And I, what is this? You know. So, mm-hmm. Charles, um, I learned. That on that event, what it was, I'd heard the name before, uh-huh. but um, after going through all the procession and the celebration, we went to Uptown Theater and they played the movie Coco. And my good friend, who's a lion with me, Sonia Ortega, mm-hmm. um, was like, "Come watch the movie with me." So I sat down, sat down, and watched Coco. And Coco is a lesson. Of course, she's leaning over every five minutes, going, "Well, they do this because they do this because." And I'm learning the entire culture aspect of what Dia de los Muertos is. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And that's why we try to con- are trying to continue that. Plus, let me say, we've done a few different events uh, downtown. Like um, We've even did like a pub crawl trying to get people to come downtown. A couple hundred people show up. Really good. Well, when we did Dia de los Muertos thousand plus showed up so it's like if they're coming downtown that's what we want to do yeah and you know i got to go to i think it was last year maybe the year before is my first time to go to a chinese new year celebration and i got to go to asian times square i went to asian times square for the um 
uh, August Moon. Oh yeah, that was really interesting. Too. It is very, it's very cool, and I'm glad that that's been something that we all get exposed to. Because um, growing up, it was there was a lot of pioneer days and Western days, and I know that Miss Ruthie was a big part of that as part of our culture. But we certainly have a large demographic of a lot of different cultures that live in this town, and I think that it's really awesome that we can be exposed to a bunch of different things. I just saw a post on Dallas Morning News, uh, a Diwali, the Diwali celebration, which is um, an Indian um, celebration, and I don't know that we do anything like that in Grand Prairie. But I have a feeling in Irving, they do, I think that I've heard that they do um, Diwali, but that's a whole, that's a festival I always wanted to go do we, to. Do we still do the powwow? The what? Mm, oh, you mean for the Pioneer Days? Is that, was that what it was for? I don't remember now. Diwali is like an Indian festival of lights, and basically it's, I think that it's where it's it's got colors and there's a bunch of vibrancy and it's just a celebration and there's no religious anything about American, it. American Indian? No, um, uh, Indian, yeah, Donald, from India. American Indian. Just Donald, maybe we're talking about two different Indians. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that when they do it in India, they actually throw colors powder on each other. Like, it's like just a fun kind of thing. Like, really colorful, like the Dia de, de los Muertos would be. But, um, man, that would be, did my, I say it right? Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my good friend, I went to high school, Grand Prairie High. Uh, he's class of 99, uh, Joshua Vineyard. Um he started working on uh, high towers or something, but so he traveled the world um, doing this job, and so he's been in India for like a year, oh. traveling the country, and every, for this has been multiple years. And sure enough, he posts the most whenever they celebrate Diwali. Really, and he's got all the different colors thrown on him, uh-huh. and it's just like a big festival. It's, yeah, it's 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 different, but certainly interesting. Yeah, you know yeah. my my experience with Coco is my granddaughter. Yeah, oh yeah. She go, oh Papa, you got to watch. You got watch this with me. Well, oh man, that was that was great, uh, entertaining. Uh, yeah. and you learn my, from yeah, it. Knowledgeable, very. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, whenever I was asking about that, somebody told me to watch it. Watch. Coco. Coco. Yeah. Well, I when Disney did a thing during at the first of the pandemic where they kind of they were having the sing alongs. And then after one of them came on, it was a Coco sing along. But it was filmed at a at Disney from like two years ago, so they, they put it on. The, it, that is a really big deal. Like that they the people that they had singing in that movie and um the fact that it was highlighted in the mainstream media that it was something that was a big part of what was going on so it's so neat to watch them like in that in that particular performance because they were doing all the dances but it was people actually dressed up um like they were in the movie and i was like man this is this is super cool one of the things i never got until i watched the movie was the the painted faces Uh uh-huh we say painted faces but they're they're literally skeletons. That's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. a skeleton painted on your face, and the darkness is the non-skeleton part, right? Like it's just like black, and then the white skeleton, which I had no idea. News yeah. to me, and it makes sense. That's your dead, you know. Yeah, it's almost it, it, seeing it from the outside almost seems like uh, hellish or devilish because it's bones and. But we do that for Halloween all the time, yeah. so it's yeah. the same aspect. See, that's what I heard about it. That it was. Devilish or, or sure. You know, and anytime yeah. you talk about satanic or whatever, yeah. Anytime you talk about altars and death, uh-huh. it does appear that way. But an altar is just a, a remembrance. It's yeah. a place where you remember somebody. My cousin's parents had their football and their pictures and their involvement on a wall at home. The kids have long moved away. That's 
more or less an altar. Right. Just how you want to dress it up, make it look. You know, the different cultures one time has explained to me this. Uh, one culture takes food to the grave and yeah. to their loved ones. Bandose. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, this guy says, why do you take food to the grave? And he goes, they can't eat it. He goes, well, why do you take flowers? They can't smell them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or can they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I don't know, maybe that was, that's something too that we're talking about that a little bit. One of the things I wanted to do with this podcast at some point, and I don't know how to do it, is to translate it into Spanish because I know we have a lot of Spanish speaking citizens that live in our city. And, um, you know, getting the local news out to them too, that's something that I feel like, you know, this COVID thing kind of highlighted is how little news sources they have for getting information. I don't know. It's just something I started thinking about. And we have such a large, you know, population of people that might not be able to appreciate these podcasts or, you know, that can't, you know, go back and read the newspaper and see the history of the town and that kind of thing. So I don't know. Just well, kind of something I was thinking about. You know, I, I believe God puts us all in the place that we're at mm-hmm. for a purpose, mm-hmm. for a reason. And, you know, I am so glad that somehow, some way, that I ended up in Grand Prairie, Texas. Mm-hmm. I, I I absolutely cherish this town. I absolutely love it. It was a wonderful place to grow up at, uh, grow up in, and I am still believe to this day it's still a great place mm-hmm. to grow up in uh, i have no problem uh, in fact i cherish that my children my grand my children went to school here grew up in grand prairie and my grandchildren are going to go to school here and will grow up in grand prairie mm-hmm. and uh just that legacy on and on mm-hmm. and uh you know it, you, you always hear the term it takes a village yeah well Grand Prairie is the village. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I completely agree. And I, I lost track of Grand Prairie for 28 years. Really? I worked. I worked for the newspaper. I get up every Which day. Which newspaper? Uh, Dallas Morning News. Oh, really? Get up every day. Go to work. I mean, every day. Mm-hmm. Seven days a week. Go to work. Come home. Go to work. Come home. And I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, of course, I'd go out to a bar or something or go out mm-hmm. and do something. But... Just to that one place and back. I'm discovering Grand Prairie again. Oh, that's so cool. We've got such a, it's it's such a large community now. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to do it. Yeah. It's a good time to do it. I mean, we're more engaged now, I feel like, than we ever have been um, attempting to reach out to all citizens, you know, trying to revitalize downtown bring people to 161 that was mm-hmm. a, a farmland and, and people hunted out there just oh, yeah. ten, 10 years ago. And so uh, I'm glad you are, and, and it's a great time to do it. And I, I'm thanks for the the Grand Prix at a glance, man. I really, yeah. I really appreciate that. That's the main reason why I started doing it. I didn't even know who our mayor was when I started it. You know, you so. say that, and I guarantee probably 90% uh-huh. of the people – no, maybe not 90% don't know who the mayor yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. They don't know. Yeah, don't know. Well, you know, one thing back and uh, not very many years ago, uh, you would, I'd say, Jenna, uh, let's go to dinner tonight. Uh, okay, where in Arlington do you want to go? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you mm-hmm. didn't even, well, even a cho- you didn't even think, all right, we'll go to the Candlelight Inn or we'll go to wherever in Arlington. You you don't do that anymore. No. It, it's You're finally getting out of that habit 
of saying, okay, Jenna, where do you want to go to dinner tonight? Okay, well, let's go to Jason's or let's go to wherever mm-hmm. in Grand Prairie. Right. You're finally getting out of that mental attitude, that yeah. mental block where you say, okay, well, we're going someplace nice in Grand Prairie. In Grand Prairie. that You're <clears throat> exactly right. And I, I remember even when I was in high school is when we got the Chili's, yeah. which on the south side of town. And then we started, we got Roadhouse. And that we thought we had really made it. We got yeah. the chilies. Like we were like, what? And then we got the, you know, Cinemark, the movie theater. And I was like, man, Grand Prairie's growing up in the world. But then it just kind of stalled. And, you know, some I'm so glad to see it. Yeah. I am. We we went um matter of fact, I'm on the um uh, a school board myself. My daughter um goes to a charter school and so they appointed me as uh one of the members there. We the other night we were going out to dinner. And someone goes, we need to go to the firehouse, Gastro. They didn't even live in Grand Prairie. And I was like, why are we going there? Like, why would you have said that? She goes, oh, it's such a cool place and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah. But it was so nice to hear that other people are coming to our town to come eat and to enjoy things. And that's really nice to see, you Mm -hmm. know, such a difference. The sad thing, though, is we had good steam going. We were really going good Mm -hmm. until COVID. And now I hear that. Yeah. Some of them is backed up. Yeah. 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 I met the firehouse one night and a friends of mine, uh, him and his wife, he lives way out in South Mansfield, way out there. And I'm in there and they come walking in. Oh, Russell, what are y'all doing? He goes, we just heard so much about this place. We had to come over here and see it. That's awesome. There you go, Jenna, your example again. That's such a great, that is so awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, yeah, and it's, it's a great place to be and I'm, I'm glad to be here and I'm glad that we have elected officials that care so much about this place and that care about it and that have been invested. It's so nice because there's a lot of people on both the city council and the um, school board that are graduates of the high school here. I mean, I don't know if any of that aren't, maybe there are a couple, but. For the most part, Swafford is not, and we always say he got here pretty quick. I mean, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only one. How long has he been here now? Do you know? Um, on council? Well, no, just like in Grand Prairie. Uh, majority of his adult life. That's but, what I thought. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, but everybody else did, and and even even Mayor Jensen came here when he was twelve or thirteen. He didn't yeah. get. He wasn't born here, but he's like, as soon as I got here, you know. Well, I wasn't born here. You weren't? No. I wasn't born here. Well, I wasn't born in Grand Prairie, but... I was born in Midland. You were born in Midland? Mm-hmm. Where were you born? Dallas. But, I mean, I we moved to Grand Prairie when I was five. Oh, okay. So, I okay. mean... Uh, yeah. yeah. I qualify. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say high school. If you went to high school in Grand Prairie, yeah. you're, you're a Grand Prairie, right? I mean... Yeah. Well, I came here when I was two, so... So you you don't remember anything different. Yeah, no. Midland though, man, aren't you glad yeah. that you not, not to say Midland's bad, but you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So, um, well, I just want to say thank y'all for coming. Y'all have always, each of you individually, have always been really supportive of me. I met Terry um, through when Katrina Jones was on school board, and she was doing. Um, I, I still have an estate sale company that I don't do a lot of them anymore, but I was doing estate, estate liquidations and she worked for me. And that's how I met Terry is he came to come shop at one of our sales 
And um, little did you know that, that I knew your mom and dad. Too, well, <laughs> see, okay, so you talked about that. We didn't have social media. You got a parent that graduated here. Yeah. You better believe you were one into somebody, and you better watch what you say because you don't know who you know who went to school with that person or whatever. Um, but I always appreciated you coming and doing that. And then oh, yeah. Charles, as soon as I started, you know, doing podcast, whatever, like you always share, and you're just always so supportive. And I'm glad that you showed up today. Because it's always nice to spend time with you. So you do a good job. Well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Both you of y'all. You know, you know, I've been a fan from day one. Of I what know, you did. I know, and I've been a fan of you too. I really have. I'm so glad. See, and I'm so glad we got to know each other because we would never have um, you you not being involved. In it, I would have never have known you, and I'm glad that you are getting involved in you know that we've known each other now. So we'll have to meet at Firehouse, and we'll tell you some real good stories back in the day. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> some of those things can't it. be shared and recorded. <laughs> no, no recording. You didn't have social media back then. Let's not change it now no, no, and no. record them down for posterity. <clears throat> so thanks, Cole, for letting us come in. Firehouse is like the Las Vegas of Grand Prairie. What happens at Firehouse stays. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. All right, bye, you guys. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you, Jenna. See Thank you, Cole. A pleasure. Charles, good to see you. Good to see you.